This is the Do You Cash Flow podcast, the place to learn a variety of ways that everyday people like you cash flow, with your hosts, Luke Barber and Kyle Balif. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe and share it with someone you feel would benefit from it. All right, welcome back, everyone. Today we have Rod Cleef with us today. He's going to tell us a quick story about who he is and where he came from. Who he is, where he's been, what he's done. Hey guys, yes. thanks for having me on. Let's have some fun today. Yeah, so I'm an immigrant. Uh, I was born in the Netherlands, Holland, wooden shoes, windmills. Came Immigrated when I was six years old with my wow. brother Albert, my mother's Vancha. Ended up in Denver, Colorado. Um, really struggled when we first got here. Uh, you know, I remember eating expired food cause that's all we could afford. Uh, we went to, there was actually an expired food store, drank powdered milk with our cereal in the morning, which is cheaper than real milk, which trust me sounds better than it is. Um, wearing, you know, clothes from the Goodwill and the Salvation Army all the way through junior high school till I finally got disgusted and lied about my age at Burger King when I was 14. So I could get a job and buy my own clothes. Um, and I'm sure you've got listeners who had it harder than I did, or maybe even have it harder now with all this craziness out there. But uh, I knew I wanted more. Luckily, my mom had an incredible work ethic. So she babysat kids. We always had a house full of kids, tons of them. Um, and uh, she, with her babysitting money, was an entrepreneur. She invested in the stock market successfully and also invested in real estate. And her first real estate acquisition was a house right across the street from us when I was 14. She paid about 30 grand for it. When I was 17, she told me she'd made $20,000 in her sleep. And I'm like, what? You made 20 grand? You didn't do anything? Screw college. I'm getting into real estate. So I went out and got my real estate license. Um, my first year in real estate, I made about eight grand. My second year, maybe 10 grand. But my third year made over $100,000. So what happened between year two and year three that caused me to 10x my income? Well, what happened was I met a guy that taught me about the importance of mindset and psychology and how really 80 to 90% of your success in anything is just that your mindset and psychology only 10 to 20% is the stuff we talk about on our podcast. That's the technical stuff. You have to actually take action with what you learn, you know, push through fear, push through limiting beliefs, or even get uncomfortable uh, to take action. And, you know, fast forward to today, I've owned 2000 houses that I've rented long-term. I own thousands of apartment units in 2006, my net worth went up $17 million while I slept. And you might say, wow. And I said, wow. And I got a head so big, I could barely fit it through a door. I thought I was a freaking real estate God. (laughs) And you know, when that happens, God of the universe will give you a nice little smack. Uh That was 2000, 2008. I lost $50 million in 2008 conservatively. And so, you know, I'm uh, one of the things I'm known for on my podcast and at my boot camps is really talking about the mindset it took to have that to lose in the first place. And then as importantly, maybe more importantly, the mindset it took to recover from losing that. But, uh, Let's, we'll take this wherever you want to take it, Kyle. Um, so with all your experience in real estate, everyone, I mean, it's on everyone's mind right now is where are we going? Obviously we're told the recession is either here or is coming depending on who you talk to and listen to. Um, so the question I have for you is you're in this real estate world. Everyone, mm-hmm. everyone I've talked to and listened to all I hear about, is the recession coming up? Is It could be state-based. We could see different corrections in every state. What is your overall opinion of where the real estate um, 
What's going to happen to real estate in this upcoming recession? Well, it's already fallen off a cliff. Okay. So, I mean, I, I, in every market, okay, it's slowed down massively because the interest rates have doubled effectively. Um, and, you know, my world now is not single family anymore. It's larger multifamily. Um, I will tell you uh, in the last year, I've only bought one large asset, 296 units in San Antonio, Texas, screaming deal, break even day one, 59% occupied. It's even much, much better than that now. And I've been in best and final on tons of deals, dozens of deals. And, you know, best and final is where they say, you know, you get the top five offers and they say, okay, you guys, you five, give us your best offer. And it's like an auction thing. And I'm like, it's sold for what? You know, there's no way that they have no cost of funds. They're going to, they're lying to their investors or something. And just a, a lot of, a lot of that's gone on the last few years. And, you know, Warren Buffett's famous quote, be fearful when others are greedy. Well, there's been a lot of greed these last few years, but the second part of that is get greedy when others are fearful and the fear is coming and there's incredible opportunity coming. So yeah, I, I'm a lot more bearish than most of my peers. I host a mastermind. It's called the multifamily boardroom and we've got about 16 billion in assets in there. And we met three weeks ago in Houston and we debated this. Uh, and, uh, I think I was the most bearish one there. Maybe because I went through and got my butt kicked in 2008. It's very possible that that's part of my feeling. But listen, the last couple of years have felt like 06 and 07 to me. And, you know, yes, there are some metrics out there that make you think it's not going to be as bad. There's a huge demand for housing. Um, and, um, you know, we've become a renter nation. Uh, you know, the, the pro price of home ownership has been crazy. And now with these interest rate increases, I, there's in my mind, there's no question prices are going to come down. They have to because mm -hmm. people aren't going to be able to afford these houses. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I do think there's a geographical component for sure. Uh, I mean, there are going to be markets to do better than others. There are markets that flatline through 08 and 09. You know, um, I will tell you, my portfolio dropped more than 70% in Florida here. When, when That's when I lost everything in 2008 and 9. But there wow. were markets in the Midwest that were pretty much stable throughout the whole thing. So there's, there's going to be that geographic component. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to tell you. I think it's going to be worse than people think. Okay. And, 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 and again, not to be afraid, you know, there's a time to be ready to get ready for this, you know, get lean and mean. I'm not, we're not spending any frivolous money. I told my wife and we've got millions. I'm not, we're not spending any frivolous money right now um, because cash is king in what's coming as well. Now here's another thing to remember. It doesn't have to be your own cash. If you understand this business well enough to, to influence people, to invest with you, it can be other people's money. And that's how, you know, uh, I, uh, a lot of, a lot of investors will be able to take advantage of what's, of what's coming by, you know, influencing people to invest because I mean, you know, look what the stock market's done. I think stocks have lost 30, 33% uh, in, in many, many sectors. Uh, when we talk about Bitcoin, I think it lost 60, 70%. So, yep. you know, uh, and, and I'll tell you, smarter the people than me have said it's going to be a big one. You know, the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki says it's going to be greater crash than 08 and 09. Now he's been saying that for several years now, but Jeez. you know, Warren Buffett said it's going to be a big one. Elon Musk says it's going to be a big one. You know, so, you know, I think we're going to see a lot of opportunity. And um, so how do you get ready? You know, get, get lean and mean, cut, cut, cut expenses, frivolous expenses, um, get it, you know, get in cash or get access to as much cash as you can by, by communicating with people and letting them know you're going to be investing when the quote unquote blood is running in the streets, you know, be a contrarian thinker and be a contrarian investor. Um, but um, you know, there's going to be a lot of pain, um, 
Oh, and get educated. You got to get educated. I mean, if you're trying to learn this in the midst of, of what's coming, it's going to be too late. So, you know, I'll tell you about a boot camp I've got coming up and a couple of them actually you can come to. I'll give you peeps a hell of a deal if they want to come. But I don't care if you learn from me, but get up to speed right now. OK, don't wait. If you, you know, don't don't be wishing you did this two years from now because it'll be too late, honestly. And so, you know, some people are saying economists are saying it's going to be the greatest transfer of wealth we see in our lifetimes. So, you know, even if it's even a version of that, a percentage of that is still going to be awesome. And there's going to be a lot of opportunity for people that, you know, that are up to speed that can take advantage of it. Um, so I'm excited. Um, you know, and the reason I know that we're going to have some real carnage in my world, in the commercial multifamily world is, you know, there was a lot of bridge debt done these last few years. In fact, over the, the last year or two, it, you know, it's been mostly bridge debt. Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac pulled back their loan to value, actually the last year, especially, um, pulled back their loan to value to 55, 60%. And, you know, you can't show an investor very good returns when you're putting that much money into a deal. And so you could get bridge debt at 75% loan to cost. Now, here's the problem. Bridge debt in my world, the commercial multifamily, is like the hard money lender equivalent in the single family space. It's the hard money of, of commercial real estate. It's adjustable rate, short term, 18 months, 24 months, 36 months. And a lot of these deals are going to have trouble. They're going to, you know, these guys that, especially the ones that didn't get rate caps, their rates have doubled already, you know, but this last six months, you had to buy rate caps. Uh, it was, it was a, a requirement, but uh, it wasn't up, up to that point. Uh, uh, people, a lot of people did it, but a lot of people didn't as well. A lot of, a lot of other problems, you know, a lot of real aggressive underwriting. You know, I, I saw uh, pitch decks from operators where they showed the rents uh, uh, increasing 10% a year for the next five years. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yes. We've seen that the last couple of years, but there's no way that's sustainable and continues. Um, and you know, operators that, that, that do a deal with no operating reserves, right. They, they just, uh, 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 you know, we, we have six months reserves on our deals. And I'll tell you, we bought the one deal in the last year, in the last month, we put two deals under contract. It's already opening up a screaming deal in Nashville. We've got right now. Um, and, uh, and another one coming up in Arkansas, but the Nashville one, incredible deal, uh, fixed rate, long-term debt, you know, no, no adjustable rate business, uh, low loan to value 65%. We still got incredible returns projected for this thing. So, you know, uh, I'm getting uh, already starting to see the deals already getting excited. I'm starting to get calls back from brokers now <laughs> that wouldn't give you the time of day up to this point, you know? So anyway, um, I mean, so that's kind questions? of what, well, so obviously my background, so I've, I've had it, I've, I go to a lot of masterminds similar to you. So I'm in mm -hmm. that field talking to several people similar to you that do a lot of syndications. But I've also mm -hmm. seen several people that are brand new to the syndication and they've done a few syndications and I've looked at their deals. And to me, I'd be terrified to invest in their deal because they're, they're buying on these six or seven caps, hoping like you talked about the prorated rent and the, the performer that is going to do all this great things. And I just don't see it. And I think what you're talking about is those people are going to get killed. They're going to get killed. I've seen pro formas where they where on a 200 unit complex, they're saying the rents are going to double year one. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. Not, not a chance. Okay. And so, you know, those guys are going to get their clocks cleaned and you know, that's opportunity. I mean, it's sad for them, but they listen, I lost 50 million bucks. They probably won't lose that much, but uh, you know, it's okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm less 
less, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, sympathetic than, than most just because I've been through it, you know, and I, you, you, you push on and you move on and you, and you focus on what you want, not what you don't want, you go make it happen, right? So it's right. all good. Right. So I've been preaching, so I've been getting lean and mean too for that same reason. I've actually, we're actually have most of our contract, our units under contract right now because we're trying to get all of our cash out. Oh, you're coming. selling. Good for you. Yes. Good for you. Good timing. Well, hopefully they'll get the they'll get the debt that they are able to buy. Let's hope you're able to close on them. But uh, a lot of deals are being retraded right now, being renegotiated. Like we renegotiated that deal in Arkansas, uh, you know, and got a half a million off of a small deal, seven million dollar deal. But um, you know, in my mastermind, um, you know, discovered that a lot of deals are being retraded. The average is about ten to twelve percent reduction in the pricing based on, you know, uh, the interest rates going up. So, uh, that's, that's another component of this. Uh, but, uh, your timing's good. I, I, if you can get them closed, you're, 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 you talk about, talk about the perfect time. If you get them closed, you're, you're, you couldn't have planned it any better, uh, from a timing standpoint. That's what I'm hoping. I was hoping they can close before anything gets worse at this point, but. Well, they're going to, the Fed said they're going to raise the rates five more times. And here's what's really scary. And I, I don't want to, you know, scare the hell out of your listeners here, but here's what's really scary. Okay. Um, the because we have thirty trillion dollars in foreign debt, they are likely going to have to print money again in September, and printing money is what caused freaking inflation. Okay, we won't yep. go down the political rabbit hole of the stupidity of all this, but the bottom line is is you know that's why I don't know that the 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 inflation is going to stop because of these rate increases. Uh, I think we could have what's called stagflation, which is, you know, uh, uh, inflation continuing and, and, and interest rates continuing to go up and, and, you know, just really have a bad situation. So, I mean, it could really be much worse than people think. Now I will tell you a lot of my compadres don't think it's going to be a big deal. They think it's going to be a blip. And my kids regularly tell me, are you tired of being wrong? So I'm not, I'm not going to profess to be a sage, (laughs) but I'm going to tell you, it feels like it's going to be ugly to me, but you know, I, I, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But I would prefer to prepare for the worst and hope for the best. I that's right. Yes. Hope for the best. That's, that's right. right. That's right. Uh, that's, you know, that's why you, yeah, well, I won't go down that rabbit hole either. I was going to say that's why I, I carry a weapon with me, but <laughs> I, I just, I just, just probably alienated half your listeners, but you know, that's, that's it. It's okay. You can't please everybody. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I tell you, I tried. I, I did for years, and I, I bought all the stupid shit that I thought would get the girls, the Lamborghini and the Rolls Royce, the Bentley, all that crap that I thought was important. And, no, I teach my events in flip-flops and a, and a T-shirt, okay? And, you know, nice. it's very freeing, very freeing to be free from the opinion of others. I'm not going to say I'm completely free, but I, I it's something I work on. But, but anyway. So I want to ask you this, though, since – so how does someone mentally prepare for this recession that's going for coming for? I mean, you're going to have people that are going to get killed. How do you, how do you survive I was hoping, that? I was hoping, I was hoping you'd let me talk about mindset a little bit because that's the biggest piece in all this guys. It really is. It's 80 to 90% of it. Okay. You know? And so um, I will tell you, like, if you come to my boot camp, any of them, the first hour and a half is goal setting on steroids. Because how the hell do you get anything if you don't know what it is? You got to know what you want and yeah. why you want it. You've got to you've got to create what Napoleon Hill in his book Think and Grow Rich calls a burning desire. That's the only way you're going to push through fear. It's the only way you're going to push through limiting beliefs. It's the only way you're going to get uncomfortable. You know, comfort zone's a nice warm place, and we all know nothing freaking grows there, right? Yep. So you got to have that burning desire. So the first thing you've got to do 
as we go into this is be really clear on what you want and why you want it. And I'll give your peeps a, a, a free resource here I, on my link tree. It's rodslinks.com rods, plural links, plural.com. I did a goal. I do uh, the goal setting every year at new year's. I did on new year's day um, this year. It's professionally done with music. There's a guide you can download. And you know, here's the sad thing, guys, people spend more time planning a freaking birthday party than they do designing their lives. Get, give me an hour with this goal setting workshop. You'll be designing your life. Do it with your spouse. If your kids are over 10 years old, have them do it. Super powerful. Okay. And I'm not going to try to sell you anything. Just go in there and do it. Um, but but it starts with that. You've got to know what you want and why you want it. Because if you're focused on the pain, okay, focus is a critical piece of this, okay? You know, and, and if you're listening to, you know, to Kyle and Luke, you're a leader. And right now the world needs freaking leaders more than ever. Don't get me started on the political crap and the fake news that's out there right now. Most of the news is just complete BS. And so, you know, you got to stand guard at the door to your mind. You got to bring in the good stuff, you know, and, and, and if you, whatever you focus on is going to get larger, both positive or negative. And if you're focused on the news, that, that negativity is just going to grow. You know, um, I get students that call me and say, how do I get out of student loan debt? Wrong question, I tell them. How do you make so much money? The debt's irrelevant. Yes. You know, they asked Mother Teresa, are you anti-war? She said, no, I'm pro-peace. You know, uh, you know what I'm talking about here. So, so yeah. focus is super critical. And, you know, the most, the, the most successful people on the planet are the ones that are the most focused. You know, um, I, my podcast, I don't know if I bragged about this yet, but my podcast, I'm real proud of this, just broke 13 million downloads. We had our 700th episode. Nice. But I listened to two other shows, okay? And one of them is Tim Ferriss and the other one is Joe Rogan. And I get both sides of the aisle. Okay. I get, you know, uh, Tim's more blue, Joe's more red, although he pretends he isn't, but, but <laughs> I listen and I listen to Tim Ferriss's show. And of course he gets probably 13 million downloads a week, yeah. but I started to hear a pattern. He, he interviews the best of the best in every walk of life, the best athletes, Michael Phelps, NBA players, NFL players, you know, um, actors, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Hugh Jackman, Jamie Foxx, Ed Norton, you know, billionaires like Ray Dalio, CEOs of the biggest companies on earth. And I started to hear a pattern as it relates to focus. Almost all of them meditate. What does meditation enhance, right? Focus. So focus right now is a critical piece. Stand guard at the door to your mind. Bring in the good stuff. On my podcast, I do a clip every week called Own Your Power. Okay, it's, it's motivational. It's five minutes. You give me, it's music on it. You give me five minutes, I will juice your ass once a week. And there's hundreds of them there. So, you know, it, it, I hope you'll check it out. But it, even if it's not my stuff, go on YouTube, watch motivational stuff. Because you really, as a leader, even if you're just leading your family, your focus is critical right now. So once you've got your goals outlined, there's a few more things I want to mention if, if we have the time. One is, one is you've got to make a decision. You've got to decide, for example, that you're going to capitalize on what's coming um, or you're not going to be in the same place you are now a year from now that you are right now unless you freaking love where you are right now. You've got to make a decision. And the Latin root for the word decision means to cut off. It means it's not a one foot in, one foot out sort of thing. I mean, it is freaking done. You're not dipping your toe in the water. If you're going to attack the island, you're burning your ships because you're taking their damn ships home. That's a decision. It's done. Okay. Right. And so, and once you do that, you're like a train on a track. And then you have to take the first step. And I will tell you, a lot of our listeners are analytical and they get caught in analysis paralysis and they've got to check off every single little box before they take action. Yeah. And, and if yeah. that's you, if you're listening and that's you, just realize this, okay? 
you can drive all the way across the, uh, you know, the, well, let me back up. Martin Luther King said, Dr. Martin Luther King said the journey of, a th- uh, and I'm sorry, take that first step in faith and the next step will be revealed. Lao Tzu said the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Remember this, you can drive all the way across the United States at night with your headlights seen 50 feet in front of you, and you know you'll make it. You know you may encounter some obstacles, but you know other people have done it before you. It's the same way with our business, with multifamily real estate or any real estate or frankly any business, okay? If you if you apply yourself, you know, um, you know you'll make it, but but you got to take that first step. And then um, again, manage your focus. And then um, one other thing, you've got to be really conscious of who you hang out with, your peer group, because you show me who you hang out with, I'll show you who you are. Because, you know, you are who you hang out with, period. And, you know, when I was losing everything in 2008 and 9, I was in Tony Robbins Platinum Partnership. And, uh, you know, it was about 130 grand at the time, you know, and and it's more than that now. But I was around people that were killing it through that crash, okay? They're thriving. And they're like, 50 million, schmillion, get up, you big puss, go make something happen. That's who you want to be around (laughs) through this, okay? Not the ones that are going to be, oh, yeah, I feel you, oh, whoa, and, and cry together, right? You don't need to be around people like that. You need to be around people that want more out of life. You know, if you if you come to my Denver boot camp, there'll be 700 of those people that want more out of life. But if you can't, then do it in your own neighborhood. You know, get around people that want more. You know, here's what's sad. People default to a peer group of people they went to school with or they worked with. And and I got to tell you, in that group, there'll be people that have fear. They're, they have their own limiting beliefs. They're afraid of losing you or afraid of feeling less than if you succeed. Um, you know, and and sometimes it's family. And so you got to sometimes love right. your family, but choose your peers, choose who you allow to influence you. Very important. Yep. Um, and then the last piece, I'm sorry, I got one more is play to your strengths. Okay. Don't, you know, hire a line or partner for your weaknesses, but you want to play to your strengths because if you play into your strengths, first of all, you love what you do. You're um, you're going to be good at it. Okay. You never work another day in your life because you're freaking loving what you do because you're, it's your strength. Um, and you'll be passionate. <clears throat> and if you're passionate, you're rubbing off on me, Luke. Um, if you're passionate, <laughs> you're, you're, uh, you're, um, uh, you're going to be able to influence people. I mean, can you tell I've got a little passion around what I'm talking about here? I freaking love what I yes, do. Let me show it. you on the wall here. There's some of the hundreds of thank you cards from people whose lives have been impacted. I've been teaching less than five years. My students on somewhere between 60 and 70,000 units. I'm super proud of that. And so, amazing. you know, I love what I do. It's and, 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 and so again, if you love what you do, then, then it's easy. So anyway, long answer to your question, but thank you for letting me talk about what I love to talk about, which is mindset. It's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what people get stuck on is the fear. Yeah. That's the right. biggest right. thing that keeps them from progressing is fear. And you, you got, you got it. You got to maintain that focus. You got to, you know, get get clear on what you want. Do my goal setting workshop, or better yet, can I mention my boot camp? Do you mind if I mention yeah, it real ahead. quick? Yeah, okay. Absolutely. So I've got I've got a three day boot camp in Denver, July 29th, 30th, thirty first. If you, I'll give you a code. You can come for one hundred ninety seven dollars. Price is already doubled, almost double that. It's going to be seven hundred. You come for one ninety seven. It's not a sales pitch. Three days of training. And again, I don't care if you learn from me, but you need to get up to speed. But if you want to come to this, text my name Rod to seven two three four five, and remember the code Rod Friend. Okay, so text Rod to seven two three four five, or you can go to RodInDenver.com. But remember the code Rod Friend. And if you forget, just DM me. I'll, I'll get you the code on any social channel. My team's on there, and I'm on there. But 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 again, it's three days of training. It's drinking through a freaking fire hose. I will tell you that. Uh, if you go to the bottom of that website, you'll see hundreds of testimonials. I've, I've 
the only complaint, like I said, the only complaint I ever get is the food sucked or the room was too cold. It's never about the content. And I've had thousands of people attend. But anyway, if you can make it great, if you can't, I understand it's short notice. But um, but get up to speed. By God, do not let this opportunity pass. Is 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 the message there? Is your is the boot camp primary? Is it is it pretty much for anybody, or is it for specific, yeah, oh, say no. like a real estate get, professional, get, or it's just no, for anybody? No. Brand new, brand new is the most people we get. Maybe they bought okay. a house, their own house. Maybe they bought one rental, but most of them are brand new. But I get people that own a thousand doors as well, or two thousand doors, okay. because they're expanding their knowledge. And 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 I always apologize at the front to the people that own a lot of doors. I hope you don't mind if we go through some basics, because but then we it goes deep. And when we talk about building a team, picking a market, evaluating the market, evaluating a deal doing the due diligence on a deal, raising all the money you need for a deal, which is going to be harder now. And so I, I'm going to be teaching how to pre-frame investors. So they're not afraid. So you can raise money, you know, financing the deal, which is also hard. The debt markets are really weird right now. So financing it, I'll have a great loan broker teaching that part, how to syndicate. I'll have a syndication attorney teaching that part, you know, how to, you know, property manage, how to asset manage, how to, and I spend a lot of time on mindset. You will laugh. You will cry. I promise you both. Uh, it's this is not your typical real estate boot camp, okay? And 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 uh, and you will leave freaking coming out of your skin, juiced, ready to go take action because that's the biggest piece to push through the fear. You know, limiting beliefs. When I get when I immigrated, I got thrown into school. I was six years old. Didn't speak English. Found out what bullies were for the first time. Got my butt kicked occasionally. And then my mom thought it'd be a great idea, a proud Dutch woman that she is to send me to school in wooden shoes and those leather shorts, the Germans wear for Oktoberfest. So I got my ass kicked again. And then the bullies <laughs> would chase me home and she'd chase them off with a fly swatter next day, ass kicking. And I came up with this belief system that I wasn't good enough. You know, I used to ask myself, how can I show them I'm good enough? Yeah. And and a lot of people have these limiting beliefs. You know, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I don't deserve this. I'm too young. I'm too old. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. Listen, the, re the reason the acronym for belief systems is BS is because 99.9% .9 of them are BS. But here's the key. What you've got to do is you've got to drag them out into the daylight. Look at them if you have one of these. Look at it through your adult rational mind and recognize that it's BS. But the key word here is consciously. Consciously pull it out, look at it, and you'll diminish it. I used to be afraid to get called on in class, and now I speak in front of thousands of people a year. And and this is this is um, how I was able to do that. So just remember that on the on the limiting beliefs. If, if you have some of that that you're consciously aware of, sometimes people aren't consciously aware of it. But if you are, deal with it because you can you can eliminate it for sure. It just nice. takes a lot of effort to do it. And I think that's the thing yes. people don't want to do. It does. Yeah, they don't Conscious effort. effort. You, when it happens, yeah. you pull it out and say, you know what? Anybody that would reject me just doesn't know me. You know, I'm a freaking gift from God. If they reject <laughs> me, it's their own BS. Or, you know, I don't have enough time. Shit, we have a lot. How many hours do we have in a day? You know, don't don't tell me that. Or I'm too young. Well, I got I have all the energy I need in the world to go accomplish it. I'm too old. I'm wise. I can, you know, I, I can, you know, so you just got to reposition whatever your BS is into the truth. That's it, you know? Let me share one other Love thing, it. if you'll humor me, unless you got yeah. a question. I, I wanted to share no, one ahead. other thing. I talked about goals, and this ties into goals. It's kind of important. So, you know, I, I did all the stupid stuff. I bought all the cars and the watches. I got a few hundred thousand dollars of the watches and, the, you know, all that stupid stuff I thought was important at one time. But one of the things I wanted, I lived in Denver, but I knew I always wanted to live on the beach. And I built this, it, 20 years later, I built this, and please know I'm not bragging. This is, I, there's a message in all of this. 
Um, I, I built this $8 million house on the beach. I mean, this place was magnificent. I owned the beach on one side. I had my boats on the back side. It was called a Gulf de Bay, you know, a giant waterfall from the second floor balcony into the pool. You had to walk through the waterfall to get to the pool. The pool was in magazines, wow. big spiral staircase up to the middle of the house, elevator, wine cellar. On the second floor, I had aquariums built around the staircase. Cost me almost 200 grand. So this gives you an idea of the house. So I worked for this thing for 20 years. I, uh, two months after I moved in, I'm floating in the pool at night and the pool's changing colors. It's got fiber optic lighting. And I'm looking up at this testament to my ego. It's the <laughs> truth of it. I built this thing to prove the world I was good enough. Okay. Sure. And, and, um, and I got depressed and I don't mean this ties into goals. That's why I wanted to bring it up. I, I, I didn't. And there's another message as well. I, I, I don't mean a little depressed. I mean, I was really depressed. I'm like, what the hell? I've just achieved success like times 10,000. How could I possibly be depressed? Well, I realized there were several things going on. One was it's never about the goals. You got to have them to create that burning desire. But the, you know, they say the happiest days of a boat owner's life are the day they buy the boat, the day they sell, sell the, boat, the boat, right? You need them. You got to have that burning desire, but, but it's about progress and growth. Happiness comes from progress and growth. And, and I didn't know what I was going to do next. So, you know, like the good book says, without a vision, the people perish. I didn't have a vision for the future, but the big thing was I'd been totally focused on me. Rod, 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 show the world I matter, show the world I'm good enough. And, and I went and saw Tony Robbins that year. I bought some books and one of them was his and I liked it. And, you know, and by the way, if you can ever see him, just do it. Trust me, you'll be glad you did. But uh, I found out that he fed families for the holidays. And I'm like, what a concept. Do something for someone else. I'd, I'm embarrassed to say I had to be 40 to get that memo. But I went home and I called my brother in Denver because who I was visiting for Thanksgiving along with other family members. I said, hey, let's feed five families for Thanksgiving. So he went to his church and found five families that really needed help. And we bought food and toys and frozen turkeys and all this stuff. And third family changed my life. We go up to this house and there was this, a woman there with five kids and, and it wasn't even a one bedroom. It was a crappy one bedroom. And she comes out, she sees the food and stuff and the toys and she starts crying. And her kids come out, two of the older ones start crying and I start crying and I'm hooked. And I'm blessed to say in the last 22 years, we've fed somewhere between 120 and 130,000 children here in Sarasota and Bradenton, Florida. We've done tens of thousands of backpacks filled with school supplies. We've done tens of thousands of teddy bears to give to police departments for officers to keep in their cars if they encounter a child that's been traumatized. And I don't say this to brag either. There's a big message in this. You know, we've been taught as entrepreneurs in this country to achieve, to be happy. Like we really shouldn't be happy until we've achieved, okay? If you give back in any fashion, you're happily achieving, okay? And I know it's a play on words, but I had to be 40 to get this memo. And, and so I'm going to tell you, um, figure out, and Tony Robbins calls it the science of achievement versus the art of fulfillment. See, I, had to, I, was, I was achieved, but I wasn't fulfilled. The achievement's a science. You want to learn multifamily, for God's sakes, come spend some time with me or, to learn the business. But fulfillment is an art, okay? You got to figure out what juices you. You know, for me, it was kids. Maybe for you, it's the environment, animals, you know, the elderly, whatever it is, incorporate it into your life right now so you're happily achieving and you're fulfilled. And you might be saying, yeah, I'll do it when I have money. No, do it right freaking now, even if it's your own time, because the money will come faster, okay? That's how God works. So the universe, whatever you believe, you get a hundred, you get it back a hundredfold. You guys agree? Yes, yeah. totally. Okay. All right. Well, I just wanted to leave you with that, So unless you got some more questions. So I just wanted to make a, a quick um point as to what you were talking about with goals, because I, I kind of, um, I, I don't want to see it. I haven't achieved what you've achieved, but I had the same thing happen to me where I had a goal for years, uh, that I wanted to quit my job and work for myself. 
And, and it took me about five years uh, when I worked on my online business to, to do that. And it was so weird because for so many years, that's what I felt, right? I was like, I got to quit my job. I got to quit my job. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And then when I finally got it, I had kind of a similar experience where I, I one day was working in my office by myself and I was going, gosh, I'm just, I just don't feel that great, right? Not as great as I thought I was going to, right? And, um, you know, Grant Cardone, like him or not, um, yeah. in his 10X rule book. He's been on my show three times. I love him. He's hilarious. Perfect. So anyway. I, I like yeah. him a lot. And I like a lot of the life lessons and philosophy that he teaches too, uh, because they're both for life and for business. But one of the ones that really uh, hooked me was, was kind of like what you're saying, Rod, is when you're making goals for yourself, right? He talks about in his book about when you're making goals, mm -hmm. he said, I always make goals that I'm never going to achieve. Or they're, they're ones that are like way, way out there so that I have something that I'm always reaching for. Because once you achieve it, I mean, it's fine. You can always, of course, exactly make new right. goals it's and whatever. Like, what's but next? yeah, it's like, what now? Well, what now? Right. I, I have nothing you, else you, to you do. Are, you always <laughs> have to have more goals lined up behind it. Um, I, I would, I'm, I'm yeah. not sure that I'd, I'd, I'd have goals that were unachievable, much as I love a lot of what he talks about. I would have goals that you've got to mentally believe you can achieve. Okay. But sure. there should always be other goals lined up if you're going to about to achieve a big one, because yes. that was another piece of what happened to me. Yeah, love it. Good, good distinction. Yeah, yeah Grant's a hoot, and he's much smarter than I am. He's got a jet and a helicopter, so you know, <laughs> got to give him that. Yeah, he's but doing a few things right. That's right. That's it. Oh, oh I, I, it's on the wall behind me, man. I got my vision board uh, right there on the floor with jets on it. You know, it's 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 happening. Probably happened this year. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. Nice. Well, great opportunity. You got to stay lean, though. That's it. That's, that's it. Right. Well, that's true. You're right. I'm never mind. You're absolutely right. It's probably going to, they're going to be awake because there's going to be, they're, they're going on sale too. Trust me. Yeah. Uh, everything's going on sale. Boats, planes, you name it. But, but uh, yeah, and I, that's, you know what, that was bullshit. I'm not, definitely not going to spend the money on that right now. It's going, it's going into real estate. <laughs> that was, that was me. That was me bragging. That was ego. Never mind. That's right. At least yeah. you recognize it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, embarrassing, <laughs> embarrassing when it happens, but it does rear its ugly head from time happen. to time. Sure, sure. <laughs> if you could, if you could give one piece of advice right now to our listeners uh, to to kind of lead or yeah. to kind of wrap things up, what would be your most, uh, I guess, life changing advice? If you haven't maybe already mentioned it, but something that could be actionable that somebody could use right now that it would would be your best advice. Nike stole it. Just freaking do it. Okay. If you want this, you've got to go do it. Push through the fear, get lined up on your goals. Go to, go to rodslinks.com, do my goal setting workshop, get fired up and then go take action, make a decision, take action on whatever it is that you want to do, whatever vehicle you're going to use. It doesn't matter what it is. Um, and, and, and go make this happen for yourself. Life is too freaking short. This isn't a dress rehearsal. Just go do it, okay? Push yeah. through the fear. Action mitigates fear. All you do is take action, and it will mitigate the fear. It's counterintuitive, but you got to go take action. And and you know what? You might make some mistakes. You might fail. We fail our way to success. I call them seminars. That was a $50 million seminar. I have built 27 businesses, several worth tens of millions of dollars. Most were spectacular flaming seminars, okay? <laughs> I failed. So, so you know, I got to meet the billionaire owner of Spanx, Sarah Blakely, you know, the woman's undergarments to hold everything yeah. together. Yeah. Started with $5,000. She's worth over a billion dollars now. And she told me, I met her at her mastermind, wow. and she told me that her dad used to ask her once a week, her and her brother, what have you failed at this week? And I thought, what an awesome freaking question to ask your kids. I wish I'd have known that when my kids were impressionable. Great. Yeah. So they don't fear failure. Yeah. You know, failure is failure is just feedback. You know, the, the 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 key piece with that though is don't ever identify as your vehicle. You know, you, you d d d let your identity be who you are. Let the vehicle be the vehicle. So if the vehicle, you know, fails, 
and gets, you know, runs into a wall. It's not you running into the wall. It's just that vehicle and you move on to the next vehicle, whatever. Right. That's a anyway. fantastic question. I'm going to start asking my kids that every week. Me too. Isn't that awesome? Yes. I love that, man. I, I love that. Yeah. So good to not fear failure. Go, go fail for God's sakes. Go bloody your nose. Go do what you got to do. That's how you grow and you learn. Love that. Yeah. I'm going to end on this, but that's my favorite thing is our school systems has failed us because they don't teach us to oh. fail. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> yeah, you get you get you get an award for just completing the year for showing team. up. And uh, yeah, please, no, don't get me started on that. Yeah, <laughs> we won't. But well, thanks for having thanks for joining us no, today. Thanks for having me on, guys. It's been a it's been a hoot. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, like great how advice. to win friends and influence people. You let someone else talk, and they think it was the greatest conversation you ever had. So I thought this was the greatest conversation I've ever had. <laughs> It was fantastic yeah. words of advice. <laughs> where, uh, so where, tell me really quick, just so I have them to put into show notes. So you said when you mentioned Rod links earlier, Rod's links Rod's, earlier, Rod's links. Yeah. Rod's links. Um, and, and, uh, I mean, there's all sorts of free resources there. My bootcamp site is there and just remember okay. the code rod friend to come for 197. There's some awesome bonuses with it as well. Yep. But, but Rod's links has, has that has all my social stuff on it, has my website on it with tons again, lots of free books, articles, resources, that goal setting workshop is at the bottom. So there's just a ton of free stuff there on rodslinks.com. So, and that's all one word. Yeah. That. One Rod's word. Links. Yes. Yeah. Rodslinks.com. Mm -hmm. Good deal. Yeah. Good I got to come up with something better. That's just hard to remember, but, uh, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that, that, that's a lot of good stuff there. Um, all right. when if you're you, interested in this business or when's your boot camp again, Sorry. what were the exact it's dates? July 20, 29th, 30th and 31st in Denver. And Denver is United's hub, so you can literally fly there nonstop from anywhere fairly reasonably. And we got some cheap hotels right next door, like in the 100 range. So, you know, it's just a time thing if you can take the time. But listen, here, I, I will say this. If you come and you don't, and you go through the whole thing and you don't love it, I don't mean like it. I mean freaking love it. You let me know, I'll give you your money back. Okay? No, no problem. Hasn't happened, but there's a first time for everything. So, right. That's great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, great. Thanks again. Well, thanks, boys. Been a lot of fun. Appreciate you. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you found value in it, please share it with someone you know who is looking for ways to generate extra income. New episodes come out every Friday. If you want to know the second they are available, hit that subscribe button and leave us a review about how today's episode will increase your cash flow or get in touch with us on our website at doyoucashflow.com.